Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Red Energy for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Ned, I have been ridiculous when it comes to getting packages delivered here at work. Now, this is the reality that a lot of people face in their online delivery schemes these days. Do you get it delivered to home when you're not there? Worst case scenario, you're in an apartment building where anybody could just grab it from the lobby. Yep. But best case scenario, you're at a standalone house where anybody walking past on the street could see a nice, big, fat, juicy Amazon package right at the door. So you get it delivered at work, right? Yeah. Now, that's what's been happening, except for the fact that we've been on holidays for the last two weeks, and I've come back to what can only be described as an under-the-Christmas-tree level of things <laughs> on my desk. One of them's missing. Really? One of them that was delivered over the weekend, and I knew that it was delivered over the weekend, is missing. Now, there is mm. a there is a distribution company that I'm not going to name on air, but I so badly want to, that Amazon use, that I'm actually pretty sure, because I've done a lot of research, their website goes to nothing. Like, it goes to nothing really? when you type it in. Seems like a dead end. What I think it is, is actually just, like, individual contractors work for this company, yeah. and so, like, a random dude in his car just goes and gets packages and just delivers. Like so, they're, like... 400 people work for this company that I've just used air quotes. You can't see me do that. Yeah. Uh, but then what I've noticed is since Amazon has started using them, my packages just sometimes don't come anymore, <laughs> which Amazon's really good about. Like, they re- they refund you and they everything. Go, Look, but we don't know what somebody happens. out there is just stockpiling packages. Which They're I think as happy as you are that you're ordering trem- all this stuff. It's tremendous. <laughs> and they'll say things like, oh, we attempted delivery. And I, we've got security cameras here at work. I've got security cameras at Carrie's house. Like, no, you didn't. I no, know for a fact no you did one not. came to the door. <laughs> like, I know there was. How did you attempt it? In that you looked at a package and went, "I should probably do that." Nah. Yeah. Oh no, that was an attempt. That counts as I attempted delivery. I read the address and went, "That's ages away." I'm going out there. That's but crazy. The other side of the coin, though, here is that somebody at work has got this package. Do you reckon? And has kept it for themselves, thinking. 25 for him, one for me. Because somebody is <laughs> yeah. delivering packages to my desk here <laughs> yeah, at work, yeah. which I'm very grateful for, but that's also not not part of their job. It's very, I would imagine it feels bad to be like, oh, this is a cool present, and exactly, it's not even yeah. for me. I'm gonna, yeah. And now I have to walk it to this jerk's desk. Like, I, I would get if somebody at work has kept one for themselves. Yeah, okay, right. I would understand that at this point. This is the first time that we've been working here that you are the singular Josh, mm. I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am. You I'm are. The, only the only Josh in the building. In, the building. Yeah. in previous times, there's been as many as four Joshes in mm-hmm. the building. So we can't even plead that someone's Josh maybe... Peak Josh was a five. There was five. Peak, in that's one right. Peak yep. Josh was a five. And there was a Josh Peck mm-hmm. at peak five. Yeah, there, peak was five. Josh there was a Josh Peck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there two was Josh, very, very Actually, confusing. there were two Josh P's at peak five. Exactly right. Look, it was absolutely pandemonium it here was. in the building. But we can't even blame that anymore. Like, no one's passed. Someone's grabbed it and gone, that's mine. I think the way that you combat this of people just stealing one of your presents is I've seen the way that you receive these presents when and the packages. Let's just say I see them as presents, but they're very much just and packages. And that's my point. When you get every single one of them, you need to start acting as if it's work related. Oh, and like you're like boring. Oh, like pretend to hand me anything and I'll pretend and I'll show you how you do it. This is how you accept stuff, okay, Freddie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh! It's that new light that I wanted. I'm so excited. All right, here's how you need to do it, okay? Okay. From now, here on in. So to make sure that people don't steal my packages when they get delivered, this is how I need to react. Yeah, so this is you. You get a parcel. You go, oh, thank you very much. Yep, that looks right. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it.
Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it looks all business. Yeah, and look, in your mind, you're like, hee looks almost like I've been served notice or something. <laughs> yeah. like, it's like something I, I'm not happy about. Oh, crap. Divorce papers. Yeah, oh, well, here we go. Damn it. Not the way I wanted to start I wasn't even married, so I have no idea how that's going to work. <laughs> Producer Michael's joining us in the studio. You're a part of this because of the fact that you're a part of the original conversation that this has been spawned off of. Mm. Um, I'll turn your microphone on, though, That'll so you be can nice. be a part of everything. Hmm. Um. Right, so we were having a bit of a drink um, on Friday uh, a couple of weeks ago to sort of knock off drinks. Yeah, mm. like we we go, we done, we done the show for a couple of weeks. We're done, done and dusted. Yep, good work, everybody, top notch. And we're about to peace out from each other for like we two were. Yeah. We're about to go away from each other for two weeks. And I said I've got to go home because I'm worried because the dogs are still inside. Mm. I've got to let them out. Mm-hmm. And then I told a story very quickly, not to make this super gross, about Cosmo, our golden retriever, um, relieving herself inside. Pooping and peeing. Pooping. And then I had to go down there with some paper towel, uh, toilet paper. Uh, well, yeah, let me be very clear. It was actually toilet paper. And That's right. I re- instantly yep. remember this. This made me so gross. Yeah, this is foul. Yeah. Um, picked up with the toilet paper. Solid. N- no problems. Uh, and put in the toilet and flushed the toilet. Mm-hmm. And you both were mortified That's that I gross. would that I would do that. Yeah, yeah. Taking an outside poop and it's putting poo. it it's into a toilet, mm. like placing a poo in a toilet, is I don't. I really don't want to say. I wanted like another word for the word poo. It's so gross. <laughs> say pumpkin from now on. Yeah, That's okay. what I'm going to yeah. say. Yeah, say it. We'll say pumpkin. Placing That's a pumpkin into a toilet that was not placed involuntary into that yeah. toilet. Something about that is icky to me. It makes me feel yucky. Yeah. There's something about using of the hand to drop yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Instead of, is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I see what you're like, saying. Like, it should never be handled. Ever. It should never ever be hand handled. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. exactly right. The, our body is set up perfectly where that is never a problem <laughs> for most people. <laughs> I get... Cosmos is it. That's what I mean. Cosmos isn't, but then you need to treat it like it isn't. Don't treat it like it's human pumpkin. You need to treat it like what it's I dog find, pumpkin. What I find more interesting, though, is the idea that it's it's less gross to wet. So the bin? Yeah, bin for me. Yeah. Bin outside, though. I'm not leaving dog yeah, poo. Outside yeah, outside. I mean, dog pumpkin. In, in, the, I, bin, in the bin. I'm not, leave, I'm not like just putting it in the bin at my kitchen and going, ah, I'm sure that won't stink after five days. I'm like going outside and putting it in the bin. But yeah. My bin outside reeks of dog pumpkin. Like, absolutely. <laughs> if you open it, you can smell it down the block. That's how bad it smells. But it's outside. What do I care? Yeah. I don't see the problem because pumpkin's pumpkin. Is it? I think it is. It's 13, the 10, act, 60. 13, 10, 60 is the number to call right now. Does any Has anybody else done this after cleaning up their dog? Dog pumpkin. Do, so, they, do they put it in the human pumpkin receiver? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We the should toilet. also we should also be clear as well. And this is where I'm going to come to your defence just for half a second. Thank you. Uh, you did this. You're only doing it for the ones that happen inside. You're not taking the ones that happen outside. Be very clear. You know what? I also want an answer to this. Very clear. I am not collecting them from outside. Bringing them inside. They go in the bin. They go in the outside bin. While you're also, by the way, while you're pitching is only vaguely, only slightly weirder to me than what you just said. (laughs) No, it's not. If this, I'm saying it definitely is. Any pumpkin inside is dealt with the indoor plumbing. That is, that's fine to me. I don't think there's anything weird about that. I don't. I couldn't even tell you why I think it's weird. I just get it. it to me, it's icky. 1360 like, is a number to call. Is there anybody else there? Because I've faced nothing but opposition in here about this. Get on the phone right now. Let us know. This is what I mean. I, I said it before. I don't have a justification for it. I can't tell you why I think it's so gross. I just find it very, very odd. Chantel's on the line from Gunning. How are you, Chantel? 
good. How are you? Yeah, Very good. Thank, well, you. thank you. Now, are you uh, somebody who does this, or are you finding it weird? I find it completely normal, honestly. I yeah. find it more weird to put it in the bin if they made a mistake in the house. Yeah, that's Why? what I'm thinking too. Why do we think that? Why have we landed on that, though? Because it's just like the smell's still going to be there if you put it in the bin, mm-hmm. whereas if you flush it down the toilet, mm. it's gone. Yeah, I guess. You've freed the poo. Mm. As we very heavily <laughs> promote we very on this heavily promote. We could not get more Obviously, only it. using toilet paper, but yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just, I don't know. <laughs> this is what I mean. I wish I, I could... need you. This yeah. is this is why I've asked for other people to call because Chantel's just so succinctly put it, and I need you to now start to work through what's your problem with it. I wish because I'd... you don't have a problem. With no, it. and I wish I don't like it. If I slept better, I probably could articulate more. I think it is the act of picking it up and putting it in the toilet seems foul. Kirsten's on the line from Franklin. How are you? Not too bad, guys. How are you? Yeah, Very good, thank, well, you. thank you. Now, what do you think about all of this? Um, it's a receptacle for that particular purpose, so mm. therefore, if a yeah. animal mm-hmm. requires you to remove it, then that's yeah. where it goes. Because at the end of the day, it's going to break down. You it's don't want to break it down in your, in your lo- yeah. It's logical. Yeah, it's logical. It's just it's logical. It's not garbage. Yeah, it's not garbage. Yeah, yeah it's okay. just logical. I think at the end of the day, all I have discovered is that... <laughs> You're, Two weeks ago, I I think I cared about this a lot more than I actually do yeah. because, again, I can't figure out... Your reaction out. was horrific, but I think what we've worked out at this point is if you were in, in court right now, you'd just be like, Your Honour, in my defence... Yeah. That's honor. the only defence you have. I plead icky. <laughs> Yucky. <laughs> Josh, I just spent a week and a half in uh, Launceston, Tasmania, where I'm from, um, with my two sisters in my parents' house without my parents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So you had a lot of fun with that, uh, this this trip. Mm. My girlfriend, Sam, yeah, she really enjoyed any time. She would have. And I was like, what are you doing? You're in the carnival. Like, mm-hmm. you're in the madhouse. You're here. You're here like, with us. gibble, gobble, one of us, yep. one of us. Like, why are you saying, making these jokes in Tasmania? We will all turn on you. She's <laughs> from the mainland. They were all calling her mainlanders, and yep. she's like, oh, that makes That's me feel scary. weird. Yeah. When I first, because I moved, <laughs> yeah. I lived in Tasmania for five years, and when I first moved there, and they're like, oh, you're from the mainland. I was like, is there, what happens to me then? Yeah. What, is there something bad going to happen? No. It sounded like lost. Like, yeah. I was very worried when yeah. they first heard the term mainlander. Did you come from like, the black Rock? I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. We all sing the same national anthem. I'm now terrified. I will also say that Tasmanians never if even if you my mum's lived there for longer than I ever have. Yeah, she's, been, will, she's not a she's a mainlander. She's still a mainlander. She's from Sydney. Mm-hmm. They 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 will never accept you as a Tasmanian yep. if you weren't born in Tasmania. But spend some time down there in my parents' house without my parents. Mm-hmm. They were not there. So it was just me, Ruby and Tilly, my sisters. Sort of fending for ourselves in mum and dad's house. They were on the holidays. Bit of sitcom living. The adult children all living together. Yeah, and it was rad. Was there a studio audience? Did people laugh? Did you hear laugh tracks when you were making funny little quips? No, because I was very much outnumbered. And any time yeah. I would try to make jokes, Ruby and Tilly were like, oh, "So you were the butt of jokes." Yeah. yeah. Well, I was trying to. I feel like I was like trying to get it off the ground as a sitcom, and they were like, "Just go and get groceries, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just do what we're yeah. saying. Just go and clean the bathroom, like I said three hours ago." And I was like, "All right, fine, whatever." Um, Tune the banjo, that kind of thing. Whatever. Uh, I was quickly, 
quite mad and about something. So, yeah, my parents were, like, away until, like, the end of October. They're just essentially left. I don't even really know where they are at the moment. Were you mad because you, like, re- forgot that you didn't have the internet down there? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. And you were, like, when you, you know, got there, so you're, like, oh, damn it, I'd gotten so used to Netflix and Such stuff. Such better like, internet in Tasmania yeah, than yeah, there is in Canberra. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, uh, as I just said, Ruby and Tilly, first night I get there, I get there pretty early in the day, and they're, like, why don't we, like, do something nice, a cute oh. thing, like, Ruby was like, I'll cook dinner tonight. Just need you to go and get this stuff. And I was like, yeah, no dramas at all. Dinner cooked for me. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. Go down to the supermarket. Every single time my hand touches anything on a shelf, I get like a shiver down my spine where I'm like, I'm not buying this for me. (laughs) And I throw it in the car. It's not for my house. I buy like a 24 pack of toilet rolls for 12 toilet paper. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'll see two of these at most. Good. Get to the counter, and because of cost of living, it's like a hundred dollars mm. that I'm buying for like one meal's worth of stuff yeah. that night, and I'm also getting toilet paper for a house that isn't yours. Yeah, Co- I'm buying condiments, I'm buying milk, yeah, I'm not going to drink. And yeah, in my mind, I was like, this sucks. Mm-hmm. And I also guess this is what my parents have been through the entire time. They've had kids where they're like, "What do you mean you want cocoa pops?" No. But I also know that you're going to absolutely crack a wobbly if you don't get it. So whatever. So, so funny to me that like you, you had all of that stuff happening. Did you have to go to like six, seven different stores to get all of that? Yeah. Or I don't what. This is a good way to get me to stop talking about Tasmania. Did the blacksmith get a visit from you while you were down yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. I had to go to the cobbler. You know, that's actually so. I actually do know a guy who works at a cobbler. <laughs> Like he fixes oh, shoes. Oh, I bet. He yeah. fixes shoes with nails in his mouth. I bet. Like yeah. an actual mm-hmm. cobbler. Yeah. That to me is crazy. The weirdest thing is the Air Jordans <laughs> that he's working on. It's the strangest thing. nails yeah, in my yeah, shoes. Yeah. <laughs> but Ned, just a quick one. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, I really decided that enough was enough when it came to a new feature of iOS. Um, and that is for anybody that has iOS 17, the little blue line that now comes up to tell you that it's corrected spelling. And the reason it's come up, according to Apple, is so that if you are spelling something wrong and you mean to, so you know, you you're know spelling it. a name or you're spelling a restaurant name yeah. or, and it keeps correcting you, you can tell it, stop, stop correcting me. I know I'm doing that. I, I'm doing that on purpose. But if you're just typing a normal text message and you're stupid, like <laughs> me, mm-hmm. it just shows you all the times it helped you. It'll be quite disappointing. It shows yeah, you yeah. how bad at spelling you are. So you got, you got one out of these 15 yep. words correct first go. You well attempted done, mate. 12 of them, yeah. uh, and we had to help you with eight of them. Yeah. Like That's what's happening <laughs> for me every time I send a text message yeah, now. That's really unfortunate. It's really unfortunate. I hate it. I actually, I know you don't really, you want, don't want to hear this at all, mm. but I can see immediately the upside of this of center versus center yeah is that an american australian spelling is it like yeah all of these ones that are like the ones where i'm like just leave it alone i'm obviously realize yeah realize Mm. is another perfect one where i'm just like just leave it the british way please i've been taught this at school and i've had to fight hard as a child against the way sesame street was trying to teach me it of course so let me be all british about the spelling thank you very much does it change this because if you're saying hey stop correcting me on this do you do you foresee that this change or doesn't the really thing that seem blew like my that. mind about that is I've always had the British English keyboard in my iPhone, but it's still this is maybe the last gasps of like the American Revolution. It's like yeah. they won, but they they need to win. They like, do need to win. Because I'm told the thing to do British spelling and it auto corrects it to American spelling. Always, yeah, always, always. So Legitimately. I think we've found an actual an even more sinister plot here where the American company Apple is still trying to yeah. dominate the world. They're just like, you know what, we did win, but 
wasn't enough of a song and dance about it. So let's slowly infiltrate all other countries of the world by getting yeah. them to spell center the wrong way. Getting them to spell realize with a Z. Lita. The Which com- I want to call a Z and yeah. I don't. I so badly want to call it a Z. Damn you, Sesame Street. Josh, there's a man, a man from Florida that has been banned from entering the ocean. How does that even happen? Well, the, how, do, how is that enforced? The world is mostly ocean, from yeah. what I believe. I yeah, think yes. there's far more ocean than there is land. To essentially say, hey, look at a globe, the blue stuff, not don't f- go near not it. Not for you not anymore. Not for you anymore. <laughs> You're not to be trusted. What this dude did, uh, he was an Iranian athlete, and he decided that leaving from Florida, he was going to get in a human-sized hamster wheel and run across the Atlantic Ocean. I love that. Yeah. What's uh, wrong with that? The Coast Guard are like, we don't like people actively sending themselves to their own deaths. Oh, so, like, yeah, right. We can't have you out. So you on... don't have like a support boat or anything? No, no, no. no. You like, need a support boat for that. You will quite quickly find, my dear friend, mm-hmm. that you will get into the Atlantic Ocean and you will realise there is like 20 metre f- high waves yeah. that you will then quickly realise, oh, I don't have the gear at all. I have a hamster ball. And I will be gone. Mm -hmm. I will be ripped from my hamster wheel and I'll be gone. The Coast Guards had to, like, drag him in. He got 70 nautical miles off the coast. That's so impressive. Yeah, which is pretty good. That's so impressive. It was very, very good. Um... But afterwards, they were like, yeah, the Coast Guard is, like, banning you until you get your hearing in court. You are forbidden from going into the ocean. A temporary injunction against the ocean. Yeah, it's like, you can't be... Because, by the way, also, and this will come as a shock to no one, not the first time this guy's tried to do yeah, something Yeah, or you don't get ocean. 70 nautical miles out if you haven't already yeah. had some <laughs> thoughts about doing something wacky like this. Exactly Can right. Can I ask a quick question, yeah. though? Does do, and I don't know if you know Legal Eagle, Ned, but mm. um, does it involve, like, can he go on a boat? No, 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 he's not like... He's, so he's not allowed to go on cruise ships? No. He's not, nothing to do with the ocean? He is strictly... He's being enforced by the US District Court of Southern Florida. He was told, you are not allowed to enter. You may not go onto the ocean or board a vessel on the ocean as per court documents until his court date is set. He's banned from the ocean. You know what I love about this from a radio perspective? Yeah. Uh, we really have just had two weeks holidays because you had that answer to my question yeah. about can he go on a boat. I've been reading up. Just before just before we went on holidays, we've been like, mate, I've read the first sentence. I don't yeah. know. Like, <laughs> how is this not enough? Research. I, research. You've the, done well. The fact I brought 70 nautical miles to the table I thought was enough, but now I'm like ready to go. Everything's You, you so are doing the me. radio equivalent <laughs> of running 70 nautical miles out to sea. You're doing beautifully, <laughs> mate. Well done. <laughs> Can I say that I think airlines get a bad rap to an extent? Um, the service they provide is something that no one else can do. Yeah. Um, it's something we all want to use when we need to use it. And I guess that's where my that's where my niceties stop because I am mad at them all the time. <laughs> I will say without tri- without mm. getting sued, I will agree one million percent with what you just said. They offer a service that no one else can deliver. Yeah, like do you want to get on a boat for a day, or would you like to just get there in a, in an hour? And the people who are the most aware that they offer mm, a no, one airlines, kind of service yeah. is airlines, <laughs> yeah. and they very much are like, "Oh, we can do whatever we want to you." I think obviously there's Senate inquiries and stuff going on into whether their yeah, people good. have legitimate bad intentions. But I don't think anybody. My sister used to be a flight attendant. She was a flight attendant for like five years. I don't believe. Anybody who works for an airline has bad intentions when it comes to customers. Everyone's doing their best. Ground staff. That's what I think. Everybody's doing their best. Until yesterday, when I had for the first time in my mind an idea of, I think this is actually a test. Okay. I think this lady's just had a mental test with me to see if she can get me to cry. (laughs) Yeah, okay. See if she can make me snap. All right. 
And it was interesting because I'm going to tell you the story and you tell me whether you think that's what was happening. Because this is it. The people on the ground, um, they're not on a commission. No. They don't care. But I think she'd had a bad enough day. She was like, go on, do something. Maybe. Yeah. She was like, I bet you I can make this guy cry. Cause a scene, I dare you. Yeah. I think, and I'm not 100% sure about this, and I think it's a perfectly legitimate, fair rule. I think if you start abusing people at airports now, they are allowed to stop helping you. Like, yeah. they're allowed to just walk off. Yeah. And I think that's perfect. I think if anybody's getting yelled at at their job, they shouldn't have to stand by and help you. Like, that's, yeah, yeah move on. But Very good advice. I think this lady was trying to get me to do it so she could have a break. Yeah. Because the thing she said, I was like, this is crazy. That, yeah. that was such an insane sentence that I don't understand what that could have been for, mm-hmm. apart from to get me to have a mental breakdown. Yeah. I walked up to the counter. So my flight, the first thing is, my flight into Canberra yesterday from Melbourne had been cancelled. It had just been cancelled. I'd got the text through. We've cancelled your flight. Uh, Sorry about that. We're going to put you on another flight. Click the link. Yep. Click the link, go through. And because I booked through Webjet, they're like, well, we can't help you. You'll need to get in touch with your travel agent. And I'm like, it's 2023. You have the system to help. I know you can help me. So why wouldn't you just help me? Please. Well, no, you didn't book through us. So we're going to, okay, fine. And then by the time I got through to them, they were like, just wait. They'll send you an email telling you the new the new flight, which I did. I got that email saying the new flight. Went to check in on the new flight. Not able to check in. Have to get the boarding pass at the airport. Of course I went, you okay, do. Okay, all right, fine. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I did when I got to the airport was walk straight up to the service desk. Guy pushes in front of me. So we're already off to a bad start, but that wasn't the airline's fault. This guy yeah. fully just pushed in front of me. And then, but he was angry and he started getting very cranky at the lady next to him. And then also the person that served me, like I said, come through mm-hmm. and I've gone, I'm going to be the opposite of this guy. I'm going to be the antithesis of him. This lady's probably expecting another bad interaction with a frustrated customer. I'm going to be wonderful. So I walked up and went, hi, how are you going? For t- uh, how's your day going? And she mm. went, good, thank you. And I said, oh, so I've just got a little bit of a problem here. My flight's been cancelled, um, but I've actually got a new flight. I just need the boarding part. She stopped me. Mm-hmm. She went, I just need your ID. That's all she said. Mm-hmm. And she said mm-hmm. it like that. She mm-hmm. goes, I just need your ID. Good. I'm like, okay, all right, no problems, that's fine. I probably did jump the gun a little bit there. I didn't need to give you the whole war and peace. You just, we'll, we'll start off with the idea. Maybe you're a bit overzealous with how you approached her. So after a minute and a half of typing, don't know what, she's gone. You, got so, do, you have a particularly yep, long name. Yep, she's gone. Josh's last name involves every letter of the alphabet. It does crazy. It's a very easy name. And she's gone, so what can I do for you? And I've gone, so as I was saying, my flight's Ooh, been cancelled. Like I, I was like, like so as I was saying, my flight's been cancelled and it's all good. It's fixed. I just need my boarding pass. And she's gone, who cancelled your flight? Ooh. Now, the sentence, who cancelled your flight, from an airline worker to me, the passenger, mm-hmm. can only be mm-hmm. to make me have a complete mental collapse. Yes, there correct. is no other reason to ask that question, who cancelled your flight, mm-hmm. as the person in her position to me the only reason you want me to cry. Exactly like, you right. want me yeah. to cry. Yep, exactly Because that right. is such a mind-bending question. Me, yeah. I cancelled yeah. the flight. Who I rang up and it? went, you know what, I don't feel like getting that yeah. one anymore. Like, uh, you cancelled yeah. the flight. <laughs> the airline cancelled the flight. <laughs> you <laughs> tell me. Who cancelled the flight? Yeah. You, I hope you. Yeah. I hope uh, Who specifically? Jeff? Couldn't tell you. Robert? Yeah. I don't know. Who cancelled the flight? I don't know who makes Stephanie? these calls. I don't know who does this stuff. It's certainly not me. I just... The only thing I want from ground staff on any airline is, like, I want you to acknowledge that this sucks. Yeah. What's yeah. happening right now blows sucks. chunks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can we please just both? But when they're like, no, this is great. Why are you not happy? It's like, 
Because yeah. I'm miserable mm-hmm. and I'm down five hundred dollars. I don't even need them to acknowledge that it sucks. Just acknowledge that it's not a good situation. That's what I mean. Because yeah, they always it. try and make it sound like it's a good situation, and and least maybe try and acknowledge that it's not my fault. Yeah, oh, no, that's when the they when minimum. they make it your fault, that's a problem. But whose fault is it? That's a mind-bending question. I never expected. Why don't you and I go yeah. on an adventure and find out you know the what? answer to that? Put, put the out-of-service <laughs> sign up on the desk. Let's tour the airport. Let's find out whose fault it was. <laughs> Do you want to do you want to tell everyone what you uh, did? Producer or? Michael's here as well. Everybody, yeah. this is yeah. I forgot. I just momentarily forgot what this next bit is. It's the grilling of me. It's for pretty the embarrassing. Mistake. Yeah, significantly yeah. embarrassing. But we'll get into that later. Would you like to tell everyone, or do you think that it would be uh, more therapeutic to hear it through someone else's experience? I'd you love to hear, lived it. I would love to hear what your experience of it was, okay. and then I'll tell you what happened on Friday. Uh, Obviously, we've been on break for two weeks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, uh, Sent out an all staff, like a bit of a, hey, out of office, emails probably will not be read that well if we're on holiday, leave so us no alone, dramas. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was like, yeah, pretty much leave us alone, please. Surely we've earned this. Um, I very confused on Friday why... Oh, but I was like, yeah, you know what? Maybe he's just, like, getting into the spirit of it mm. early and he's just, like, sending off a, hey, guys, back on Monday or whatever. But I see a notification come in the form of an email from Josh. Now, it's not like a funny link because we're not in our 50s and we can just send each other stuff over Facebook and not email link each other. So I, I was very confused. the dads of Canberra needed that yeah. slap down for no reason. <laughs> they did nothing wrong. I got 50 of those, I reckon, while I was in Tasmania from my uncle. Who's yeah, like, have you seen this? So that's your I'm uncle. Like, don't, don't make all the other dads that are in their golf email chains feel yeah, bad. Yeah, look, you know what? If you guys all love it, great. That's but fine for them. If it's someone 40 years your junior, they're not going to enjoy it as much. Go to have a look and go, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Ooh. Okay, Josh um, has replied to something that was sent to everyone that works in the entire company, mm-hmm. an invite for a celebration yep. um, luncheon, I believe, uh, beforehand, for an awards night that's coming up, that Josh decided to send every single person, again, not building-wide, company-wide. Mm-hmm. Actually, do you want to get your phone out for a second? Like we, we'll play a little fun game, all right? Yeah. Get your phone out for me. Mm-hmm. So I've actually done the maths. Yeah. And I've pulled up this, all right? I need the calculator app, if you would yep. not mind. Mm-hmm. This is how many people Josh decided to say whether or not... He was like, these people need to know whether or not I'm going to be at this yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Adelaide office has 70 people on their mm-hmm. emailing list. So that's already pretty bad that mm-hmm. 70 people that we've never worked with and ever met got this. Uh, the Canberra office has 71 people. They all got it. Uh, the Sydney office of 345 people. They all got it. Uh, the Perth office of four, uh, 54 people got it. Uh, the casual employees around the nation who really don't want to get these emails mm. got your notification going, hey, guys, I'm mm. going to be there. Mm-hmm. That's 132 people. Mm. Uh, Brisbane all got them. Brisbane, a good up good yep. up north. Uh, 112 people in Brisbane got it. Uh, Melbourne, they all received it. Of course, yeah. they did. 210 people there. Uh, the regional workers, that's mm. 31 of those people. Uh, again, wouldn't have no idea who you are, but I'm sure we're glad that around midday on Friday, or no, towards the afternoon on Friday, they got a notification. And then also in the Gold Coast, that's 51, sorry, 57 people. How many people did you tell? By the way, I, 
it came from every one of those people's bosses, bosses, boss. Yep. It our came, CEO. Yeah, our yeah. CEO yeah. it mm-hmm. came from. And how many people did you just send that to? 1,082. 1,082. <laughs> just to tell them Jesus. that I was... In terms of doing work, mm. in terms of an output, you've gone to like... Three emails a week to what? One thousand and eighty-two in a day. The it's only, not bad. The only thing I'd say that is is probably the scariest moment of my professional career so far has been when I woke up on on Friday morning mm. and saw the six hundred and something email replies, and I went, <laughs> <laughs> "Oh no!" Wait, does that mean in your sense there's one thousand? No, it's okay. just one it's email. Just it's just it one email, but everybody has had to respond to my response. Yeah, it's here so for what, me. What I've accidentally done in, and I don't know how Outlook does this, but I've created a second event. Yeah, I've gone to our CEO. <laughs> I'm the captain yeah. now, and I've taken over his event. Yep. And now I'm in charge of the the luncheon for the awards night. I also I'm an admin on the event. Yeah. I don't even know how that has happened. I don't know if you also know this, but you also made it evidently clear to our CEO that we very much are on a holidays and sent out an email that was like, "Hey, don't bother us with any crap." Yeah, I really our CEO knows that we both did that. I, now. Out yeah. of office, my out of office went to over a thousand people. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, 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 yeah. But more importantly, our CEO now knows guys, that you, what you think, guys, 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 guys. Yeah, yep. we work in the home of. Of bureaucracy. There'll be emails flying about today. Just really check the reply all on that, okay? Mm. Just check it. That's yeah. the message from this story. But then really, really, but then really, really check it. Yeah, really check it. Yeah. <laughs> it is time for us to get into the second half of the TikTok game. Yep, exactly right. You get on the phone right now, Canberra, if you think you look time in the face, in its face, and say, who cares, whatever, get lost, scram. All we need you to do is tell us the time that is on the opposite side to our white icing TikTok biscuit this morning. Yep. 131060 is the number to call. Get on the phone. You could win tickets to Mogo Zoo. You can visit mogowildlifepark.com.au to secure your ultimate explorer pass. Cassie is on the line from Miranda. Cassie, you consider yourself an explorer. I do in a sense. I do in a sense. Yeah, yeah, God. fantastic. What a great level of mystery and no, intrigue, I like that. Cassie. That, that I love is it as the well. best answer you possibly could have given, I think. Just a straight-up yes would have been too easy. Yeah, no, no, no. And a no would have been boring, so yeah. that's fantastic. In some regards, yes. aren't we all <laughs> travellers, that is? All right. Cassie. Cassie. I do have a TikTok biscuit. That is true. All I need from you, and honestly, take as long as you want, is a time. Ten. Ten. Whoa. Did you say ten as in just ten o'clock? No. Yeah. No, I said okay. <laughs> oh, I think you said okay. Oh, okay. Right. So you said okay. What I is the time? I, I, I didn't think you said ten yeah. yet. Yeah. I'm going to say three thirty. Three thirty is the time you've locked in. Cassie. Mm. The time is ten past eleven. Mm-hmm. But I love it. I would have much preferred it. That's a little... Uh, 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 3.30 is like a nice little 45-degree angle. Yeah. I think would, have more, would have been a more pleasing degrees. time. It would have been far more pleasing. This one's honestly quite an ugly-looking time, I'll yeah. be honest. 10 mm-hmm. past 11 is not it. But well, Cassie... You've still done amazing this morning. Yeah, and you've still won the passes to Mogo Wildlife Park. Congratulations, Cassie. Thank you. No, no Thank problems you, at all. You've done all the hard work, obviously, so well done. You can visit mogowildlifepark.com.au to secure your ultimate explorer pass. 
Yeah, first day back. You almost re- had to exclude your first I yeah. haven't <laughs> had to read out loud oh. for two full weeks. I apologise, everybody. There were a couple of times when I was in Tassie on break where I spoke and I was like, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. I was yep. like, that wasn't a sentence. I was like, I've if I was saying, oh, I feel sick today, I'd be like, oh, today is sick for me day. Yeah. I was like, oh, no. I went on Monday, because <laughs> Carrie's overseas at the moment. Yeah. I went on Monday last week. I host P- PJs in the City Trivia. Mm. And then on Friday, I saw my parents for a, my cousin's engagement party. Yeah. And I realized between hosting trivia on Monday no and seeing my parents on Friday, I basically hadn't spoken to anyone That's out loud. So weird. It was so weird. And I and, and <laughs> the reason I worked that out is because when I was in the car with mum and dad, dad was like, stop yelling. And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, I forgot how to speak. <laughs> it is school holidays. It is school holidays officially today. How exciting. Yeah, it's great for the kids. It's terrible for everybody that's just trying to run errands and stuff because now there are high school kids hanging around at the supermarket. And- yeah. I find them to be very intimidating. The young ruffigans, the, hooli- the hooligans that are hanging around. I'm I, kidding, of course, but it's it, there are just more people around now. That's exactly right. I really, really enjoy the uh, luxury of being able to go to the supermarket, not at peak times, yes. and being able to duck in and out whenever I need. Well, anybody listening to this right now wakes up early, so shift work, it's the shift worker luxury. Exactly, where you get yeah. to go and do things at times where everybody else is at their nine to five. Yeah, exactly. But now when school holidays are on, seemingly... I wonder, maybe I'm forgetting, maybe I'm blocking out that part of my mind, but I don't remember hanging around shops as much. But no, I didn't do that. I hang around like dirt tracks and stuff. Yeah, we would go and do bike, yeah. bike things. Yeah. <laughs> but I also feel like, rides. I have a feeling that bikes, I mean, I'm not really done a census of mm. the youth of today, but I feel like bikes don't have the allure that they nah, used to once have. We, we've got motorized scooters That's and stuff. I mean, I mean why, who wants a bike? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> I, I think the problem that I have here with all of the new, the new way of looking at school holidays is I... I now don't. I'm not quite at the level of stress yet with uh, Carrie's kids of where I'm like, what are they doing during school holidays? Yeah. Like, that's still Carrie's yeah, concern okay. and their dad's concern. I, I don't. I don't mind. Right. Yeah. I know they're doing something this week. They got like a course that they're going on as a fun yeah, nice. school activity. Uh, but I was momentarily this morning like, oh, what are we? What are the kids going to do? What am I? What am? What are my well, responsibilities? A, they're not today? with us this week. B, <laughs> B, they're taken care of. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's good. What am I going to do? And then I went back into this mode. So yeah. I'm still. It's like I'm not there yet with worrying about them front and center. I'm, mm. I'm still the star of the show. Yeah. But there was a moment there where I was a little concerned, and that's progress. That's progress. No, that is progress. Being slightly concerned is progress. <laughs> I'm worried that when I have a kid... That it's the bare minimum. Yeah, it's but certainly yeah. being aware that they exist, but uh, I'm so worried that by when I have kids, mm. how many times I'm going to have to ask, like, so what do you feel like doing? Yeah, like, oh, yeah. I don't know. Like, and they don't know either. And they don't know That's either. an important thing to know. <laughs> yeah. So when you're trying to get information out of them as to what they'd like to do with their time, it's either everything or nothing. Exactly. They have 800 ideas that none of them are achievable yeah. or zero ideas. Exactly right. And I'm like, oh, mate, look, you got to give me better stuff to work with. It's like, I'm five. I just want to do everything. Like, yeah. Oh, look, you're not making this easy for me. I do understand that you've seen literally nothing of the world, <laughs> yeah. but pick something. Yeah. What's your favourite thing? Go. Speaking of not seeing anything, let's put on Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I guarantee you love it. Let's learn some stuff. <laughs> As the clock hits nine o'clock this morning, nothing's going to be different about the fact that we don't have a big bash cricket team here in the ACT. Yeah, we're, I feel like tensions are rising a little bit where we're like, what the hell's going on? They are. We would very much like there to be one, so why is it not happening? The barman himself. 
had a bit of a trip. And the last time he went on a trip to try and get something happening was to get Fiji direct flights. And you can now fly to Nadi straight from Canberra. So, Two times a week. I mean, this stuff happens sometimes when he gets involved. Mm. And he's gone down to Melbourne to meet with Cricket Australia officials about getting more, in the in the short term, more test matches and more um, big bash matches to Canberra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sydney Thunder play two games a summer here. Um, but he's keen to have maybe our own one. That's pretty good. I'd be very, very keen. Everyone says it's like it's it would it's I I'm not a huge fan of cricket in that I just don't understand it. Mm. I don't have a problem with it. I just don't really get it. I but love Big Bash. Everyone cricket. says yeah. Big Bash Big Bash League is like yep. the most entry level fun. You go for the day, so you just fun. have a great time. I'm very I'd be very excited Everybody about that. He loves the BBL for sure, but uh, apparently what has been said by Andrew Barr is that he'd love to de- redevelop Monica Oval, which would help with the whole BBL yeah, okay. thing. But he did say that it would all depend on whether or not we got a BBL team. Well, he's like, I'm not going to put all this effort in if you're not even going to meet us with a team. So we'd love to give you a team. We just need a bit bit newer of a stadium. He's like, well, we'd love a team, and that's the only way we'll do a bit newer of a stadium. Yeah. This is tremendous. We're this is stale, like mate. Jedi mind trick stuff. <laughs> I think it's great. Yeah. This is a perfect negotiating technique. I think so. It's who's like, going to cave first Yeah, now? Like, this is no one's fault that it's not happening until it is someone's fault, and then who's caving first? Because it's also, like... If what you're saying is to be believed, mm. it shouldn't matter who goes first. Yeah. Because we're going to get a new stadium. We're gonna, we, oh, we're, we're going to upgrade Monica. We promised we're going to fix it. You guys are promising he's going to send us a team. So anyone could go first, but I wouldn't want to. No, I think it should I'd be. be I think, think it should be Cricket Australia. Yeah, you guys are the team. Guess what? New BBL team. I think it's more impactful for us as Canberrans to have Monica updated than it is for them to be like, all right, we're sending you a team. There you go. We've got the Raiders, obviously, and that's that's huge. Yeah, um, Brumbies. UC Capitals, that's a huge team as well. Um, the Brumbies, yes, of course. Um, it just, it pains me. It pains me mm. that Hobart has a BBL team and we don't. Pains Why? me. Pains me as well. I hate Hobart yeah. in that I... I think it's from way Launceston. nicer yep. Launceston. It's funny, yeah. I, it's like a Springfield-Shelbyville thing. If you don't know the Tassie... Uh, the Tassie. If you go to Launceston, just know you should have gone to Hobart, mm. but just know that everyone in Launceston is grateful you're there and hates Hobart yeah, as well. Yeah, we're hanging on Hobart. Yeah. Um, what is it, the Thunder? Are they the Thunder? Hobart, hurricanes. Hobart, the Hurricanes. Hobart hurricanes. hurricanes, of course. That makes a lot of also sense. Also taken purple, which is the raddest colour. So yeah, that would, that's true. a bit of a shame. Yeah. What do you want from Tasmania? Do you give want us, them to have the hurricanes? No- do you want to have nothing for them no, to do? Give down us there? the hurricanes. The cricket's the last thing they have. Yeah. They don't have a footy They're team. They're about to get an AFL team. Yeah, about when you, to. When you yeah. get the AFL team, send us the BBL team. That's the only way this works. <laughs> you know what? I would do that That's as a trade. That's the only way it works. <laughs> that was the Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. Red Energy for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Canberra's Hit One Hundred Four Point Seven.